together growing in faith, changing communities. But dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to look at the book of Exodus chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 15. In those days, a man from the house of Levi went and took wife, a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a godly, a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could hide him no longer, she took for him a basket made of bulrushes and dubbed it with bitumen and pitch. And she put the child in it and placed it among the reeds at the river's brink. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to fetch it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him Moses, for she said, Because I drew him out of the water. One day, when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of his people. He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian, and him and hid himself, and hid him rather in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling. And he said to the man that did the wrong, Why do you strike your fellow? He answered, Who made you a prince? And the judge over us, do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, surely the thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian. This is quite an interesting story. It is the introduction of Moses. Now you remember when we had looked at Exodus chapter 1 when Pharaoh had given a decree that every son born of a Hebrew should be killed. Nothing much was said about that. We now know in this story that in chapter 2 Moses is born and his mother cannot deal with that. She's frightened. She's saddened by the thought of losing her child. 
But I just want to talk for a little while about the many mothers who lost their sons because of the evil king. The many mothers whose children were killed in their presence because they were seemed and deemed to be a threat to the future. Does this continue to happen today? How many of our people, how many of our children have been killed because we are overpopulating the world, so they say? How many of our children have been killed because it was an unplanned pregnancy? How many of our children have been killed for financial reasons? How many of our children have been killed just because I cannot take care of this baby? What about the pain that the mother experiences? What about the pain that the father experiences? I would have wanted to be part of your life. I would have wanted to be part of your growing up. But there's a regime that takes that away from us. That's one aspect of pain. And we know that the mother of Moses deals with this differently. She hides her baby. At least for three months. And when she can no longer do this anymore. She puts the baby in a basket in a river. Now, we don't know how long Moses was there for. But we know that his sister was always at a distance watching out for him. How long was that for? That she will come in, make sure that he's fed, make sure that he's warm, make sure that he's taken care of. For a moment how many of the child-headed home families are there. These youngsters who've had to grow up. These youngsters who are robbed of their young days, of their youthfulness, of the joy of being young. These youngsters who live with a heavy burden of always providing. How many of our children have had to grow up under those circumstances? And so you find the sister of Moses becoming a deputy parent, as it were. But there's something deeper as well. Pharaoh's daughter comes, takes a bath. They discover the child. She wants the baby. Miriam steps out and goes and looks for the one to take care of Moses. Now, the mother of Moses is nursing Moses under the disguise of a nurse. What kind of conversations are they having? You've got a child and yet you cannot be open enough to tell this baby the whole truth. Because you are afraid that the baby will tell the truth 
and the baby's life will change forever. You've got a child that you need to protect and yet you love. But what I love is that Moses grew. And as he grew, later on, he was taken into the house of Pharaoh's daughter. He looks like a Hebrew. She is Egyptian. He's adopted. How do I treat my adopted children? How do I treat my adopted siblings? Is this a home for them? Or they are only here because I'm feeling sorry for them? Have I taken them because I love them? Or I took them because I felt pity over them? And so, what is my attitude? What is our relationship? What about those who are not necessarily adopted, but they've be, they are members of this family? My nephews, my niece. My cousins, have they found a home in us? Have we found a home with each other? Something happens as Moses grows older. I'm always wondering in my mind, does he see himself as a Hebrew or does he see himself as an Egyptian? Does it belong among the Hebrews or amongst the Egyptians? And this can happen to a child who doesn't know where they belong. Who always needs to choose sides. Either with mom or with dad. Either with mom or with my aunt. And we know that one day he goes out and he sees an Egyptian ill-treating a Hebrew and he kills the Egyptian. He's made up his mind. I may have been raised in the house of Pharaoh, but I know who I am. Do I know my identity? Am I comfortable in my own skin? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.